Hi, I'm Vicki Vincent, Director of Alumni Relations for Darlington School. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, we are joined by Katie Flint-Smith, Darlington Class of 2009. Katie is a former boarding student and has participated in Career Day. She lives in Metro Atlanta, and she and her husband, Matt, have a fairly new baby named Robinson. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thank you for joining us, Katie. How are you today? Thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm doing great. Just living the new parent life. Uh, have a nine-month-old now. He's a lot of fun. And um, just having, just living the life in Atlanta. It's been That's great. great. That's great. Well, as you know, we're celebrating 100 years of boarding this year. And since you were a boarding student, I'd love to for our listeners to know more about your Darlington experience. So let's go back to the beginning. How did you end up at Darlington and what all were you involved in while you were a student? So I started at Darlington in fall of 2005, Um, was a four year boarding student. So from 2005 to 2009, Um, I I did a lot. I was kind of like dipped my hands into a lot of different things. I got really involved in um, residential life. So I did a lot of work like from freshman year working in study halls and um, helping other um, boarding students out through tutoring um, up to becoming a head prefect my senior year. Um, Along with that in kind of the fine arts spaces, I did um, theater. So I was in the winter musicals, um, did a little bit of um, backstage work with some spring plays and um, was also a part of concert choir. And in sports, I was on the JV and the varsity volleyball team, as well as on the JV lacrosse team. So I, when I came to Darlington, I really just wanted to be involved and really wanted to like be busy and just really kind of take in the whole experience, like from, from like all different sides. So sports, arts, residential life, you name it. (laughs) Well, I, I remember you as a student, and um, of course, uh, you were friends with one of my daughters, um, Abby, who did many of the same things you were involved with, and um, she was in the, you know, worked in the dorms as a prefect, although she was a day student, and so y'all were fast friends, and I, and you even share a birthday, so that kind of makes yeah. it a little bit fun, Yeah, too. It, it's really fun with, um, and just having that experience at Darlington, especially with Abby, like when she was living in Atlanta as well. Like we still celebrated our birthdays together with our husbands in tow, like going out to dinner, having, having a celebration of our birthdays still to this day. And oh, fun. that's so fun. Well, I, I, love that. I attribute that to like a lot of the involvement that I've had at Darlington, like having those friendships still so many years later. Yeah. That's, that's really special. That's really special. Well, let me ask you this. Um, I, I know that your um, family has quite longevity here at the lakeside, so I'm sure that contributed some to your coming to Darlington. Share a little bit about that history, if you wouldn't mind. So um, my dad actually came to Darlington while it was still a boys, all boys school. Um, he graduated in uh, 1958. So to he's has had his Golden Tiger celebration um, several years ago, and 
his experience at Darlington originally was actually just for my brother. And when my brother um, came to visit, I came to visit with him, of course. And my parents decided, well, if my brother is going, why not me? So um, we we talked about it and um, I was fortunate enough to receive the um, James Ross McCain scholarship. And that was actually part of the reason why I came to Darlington because I was able to get that scholarship and was fortunate enough to have that opportunity. So thanks to that, like I was able to really like jump in and really get involved and have the experience of being a boarding student um, that was given to me at that time. Yeah. Um, my brother and I, we did graduate together. Um, so I'll, I got a lot of the questions of, are you guys twins? Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we're Irish twins. I tell people that, but, um, we, we both graduated together and it was, it was a really special moment for us, um, because we were able to have not only the same experience of being boarding students at Darlington, but we also were able to cultivate our own friendships and have still kind of have that separation of like being our own individuals, but also still being able to share that experience as brother and sister. That's neat. That's really special. I think that's a, a cool story. And to have that, you know, with your dad too, um, that he walked on these same grounds and slept well with your brother, probably slept in the same buildings and uh, that kind of stuff. It's kind of yeah. a cool it's kind of a cool thing. So um, you mentioned the Ross McCain um, scholarship. And so I want to ask you a little bit about your um, academic experience. Um, so what can you tell me that you might have pulled from your academic experience that you find useful in your life today, like whether personally or professionally or, or whatever, what, what helped mold you into who you are through your academic experience at Darlington? So academically, um, looking at problems like through different angles has really helped me professionally. Um, as, as mentioned, I'm a product manager for ADP, which is a, which is one of the largest payroll companies in, in the United States. And in my role, I work with software developers and I work with, um, UX designers, which design software and, um, work with sales and customer success. And I work with so many different teams and we're all wanting to solve the same problem, but working with each of these teams, you have to look at it through another perspective. And I, I almost kind of describe it as a kind of like working in an escape room where you can't just look at something through one lens. You need to look at it from the left side and the right side and the front and the back and all around and up and down and just you have to look look at a problem through so many different um, viewpoints in order to really reach the goal that you want. And as a product manager, you are the navigator. So having that experience of looking at a problem through different perspectives, and that is what I had learned from a lot of like the science classes and the math classes that I had at Darlington, that skill has helped me so much professionally to be able to do my job and do my job well. Cool. Cool. Oh, I'm sure that folks in the math and science department. Oh yeah. To hear that. 
<laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, what can you um, describe as your favorite classroom moment um, or, you know, who your favorite teacher was, if that happens to be this the same person and time? Um, can you have a favorite moment from in the classroom? Oh, my gosh. So um, I don't think I can pinpoint a favorite classroom moment or a favorite classroom teacher. And here's why. I have very fond memories of different teachers and classroom moments for different reasons. Um, and I attribute that to how much I've been involved <laughs> at Darlington, which is, I, I think about it now, I'm like, wow, I've done a lot. But um, to think about it, like, for example, Mr. Bishop, who was choir, our concert choir teacher, a lot of his moments of pushing us to feel the music that we're singing and really evoke like different emotions and evoke a connection between us and like the art, the composer that we're singing um, or the uh, musical that we are performing his like his push to to us to dig deep and kind of like find that connection was a really really amazing moment like that we've had many times in his classes and in being involved in the winter musicals um another example of like a favorite teacher and classroom moments um is with miss dodd in chemistry and her classroom moment is not exactly a classroom moment. It's actually more of a connection with her and with her daughter, Alex, who I graduated with and was a very, we were very good friends, very fast friends since we both played volleyball together. Miss um, Dodd um, and her late husband now um, invited me into their home when we had pre-school year practices um, or whenever I needed to come back to campus early and the campus wasn't open. Um, her warmth and kindness, um, of course, wrapped off on Alex, how we became very good friends, um, was a really, really touching moment, just having a connection with somebody and having a family while away from my own. So while it's not necessarily a classroom moment, it is still a moment with a teacher that kind of like solidified my experience at, at the school. I love that. That's great. Um, many people say that Miss Dodd was one of their all-time favorites right. as Dan Bishop too, um, really bringing out that, um, that talent and that special um, musical love for music and finding more in it than just singing a song. So that's, that's cool. I love that. I love that. All right. So um, what house were you in? You talked about being a prefect. Yes. Um, I was in register, you were um, register before we had the permanent names of register, et cetera. Um, it was Blaylock house. And I, I loved being a part of the dorms because again, it was like, I got I got a bunch of sisters when I was the youngest in my family. So I got to almost feel almost like an older sister sometimes, like being a mentor to the younger dorm students, um, having roommates, which was a good learning experience in college as well, to be able to like work with somebody and like live with somebody and 
that was really really helpful in the at the end of the day yeah um, but but yeah I was a part of register house and um it was definitely a very a very um memorable experience yeah um, being a part of the house for all four years all right do you have a favorite um uh dorm story that's unique just to the dorm so um we were I was in Darlington during the first couple of years of rumpus mm-hmm. and I was a junior when register one <laughs> and that was that was a highlight that was it was yeah. so much fun um I remember getting so excited about rumpus every year after that yeah um in my senior year where I was really excited about like getting together for rumpus like being involved it, it brought out like kind of the competitive side of me and it was it was friendly competition of course one story and I don't know if a lot of people knew about this but there was this kind of mischievous um banter between the houses in stealing rumpus flags um I ended up taking one of the boys houses rumpus flags and I had kept it at home <laughs> for several years you never returned it never returned it <laughs> that's just really funny <laughs> I don't know if anybody knew it was me but <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome I love that I love that well, many people um, from 2007 to now talk about how Rumpus has really changed the whole dynamics of dorm life um, for the better and how it's so looked forward to. And the lip sync competition has become insane. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, It's insane. You guys, when y'all when y'all first started, um, Rumpus was that lip sync was cool and there were some cu- cool things. But now it's like. Like to a whole nother level, like that TV I've show. I've a lot of yeah. like pictures of Limp Sync now. And it's like, I was in a sorority in college and I thought we were intense. Like Lip Sync and Rumpus now like puts some sororities to shame. My it God. It does. It does. It's a hoot. It's a hoot. So, all right. Tell me about what your favorite location was on campus. Um, There were a lot of locations on campus that I really enjoyed. Um, one of which was actually the science building. That was where I had my advisor. My advisor was Mr. Kinney, um, which at first I found out he was my advisor. I was like, I don't know who this person is. And it, it actually worked out for the better because it, I was able to find, and this is a really, really small thing that happened, but it really kind of molded some of my college experience was every time in Mr. Kinney's advising period, we would listen to National Public Radio. I had never listened to NPR until that until that advisory period. And that actually started my love with um, working in radio. And I did, um, I was involved in college radio at Georgia Tech, um, which you can actually listen to WREK. Um, either online or if you're in Georgia, if you go on 91.1, you can actually listen to 
um, W-R-E-K. And I kind of, I didn't think of that at the time when I was in advising, but looking back at it, I was like, if it, like, thanks to that small little moment in, in my experience, I was, I got involved in college radio and loved it. I was a host for a show. I did newscasting. It, it did kind of mold my, one of my passions while, while outside of school. I love that. That's awesome. Well, that rolls us right into you telling a little bit about what you did post Darlington, which obviously you went to Georgia Tech. Yes. Obviously you were in a sorority and yep. that you were involved in radio. So um, tell us a little bit about what you did post and what you maybe majored in and um, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So um, at Georgia Tech, I studied, the major was called science, technology, and culture. Um, the way I describe it, it's the closest thing to an English major that Georgia Tech can offer. And what's cool <laughs> about it is Georgia Tech, it is that major, you can kind of mold it to whatever you would like. And I kind of focused on not only um, like film, radio, television, and communications, but I kind of focused on the technology side of it. So I did a little bit of computer science along with like creative writing and like analyzing like music, how people would listen to it, like what, what evokes certain emotions. So I kind of got to mold that major to what I wanted to do. And thanks to that, I was able to use what I had learned to intern at um, some local newspapers. Um, so I interned at Creative Loafing, which is uh, Atlanta's only in-town newspaper um, next to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. But uh, I was able to take that time to um, work with the music department. Um, they had a very well-known editor who was um, very involved in the involved in the um, music industry in like in in town Atlanta so wasn't necessarily like your big records it was more like your independent labels and I was able to take what he had learned from that industry as well as his knowledge in journalism which he there's a really um poignant thing that he told me once during a session during an editing session, he goes, journalism is just starting a conversation. And I really took that to heart. And I actually took that advice and moved it into what I do today, which is product management, where ultimately you are, you are the one that start, that starts a conversation. And that conversation leads to how you would achieve a certain goal or solve a certain problem. And it all really just starts with talking. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Yep. I love that. And I was a journalism major too, but I don't know that I've ever heard it um, put in those, in that way. Like it's just starting a conversation. So yep. very cool. Very cool. I love that. All right. So let me ask you this. Um, I know that you did career day for us a couple of years ago. So um, 
how do you stay connected um, to Darlington and to your, um, you mentioned Abby and, and you mentioned Alex. So how about your other, other folks you stay connected with? And have you ever had any uh, small world Darlington stories? I actually have a really, really good one for this. Okay. Um, so I live in Marietta, Georgia, which is about an hour and a half or so from Rome um, and about 45 minutes from Atlanta. So it's being in the Metro Atlanta area, you get a lot of very small world moments. And I was used to that while being at Georgia Tech because a lot of Georgia Tech graduates still stay in the Atlanta area. It, it's funny, they either stay in Atlanta or they go to New York or Seattle. There's no in between. Um, when I was out with a couple of my friends um, outside of Darlington, uh, we were out one morning, we went to grab coffee and we were just like having just some conversation and we were about to leave and I was going to my car. Um, somebody came out and was like, are you Katie? And lo and behold, it was my freshman roommate. No um, way. Yep. And we reconnected. I, we actually didn't have each other's phone numbers, but we followed each other on Instagram and we started messaging and a couple weeks later I introduced her to my husband uh we started getting dinner after like having regular little dinner dates after that and she introduced us to her boyfriend then became fiance then became husband and we actually went to her wedding uh a year ago and so who who is your roommate? Uh, Katie Bellardo. Well, and even funnier, her name now is Katie Smith as well. That is such a cool small world story. Excellent. Oh, yeah. Excellent. That is great. That's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, um, do you have any advice for um, young alums or uh, in current students about uh you know, how to, to navigate or get into the tech world. It, it seems like you went a roundabout way to end up in tech when um, really your major wasn't all focused on tech. So oh. and then you took the music, that love of music and wove that in there. And um, so do you have any special advice you want to share? So um, I would say, and this is a very kind of cheesy way of, giving advice, but really to just lean in and lean in knowing that your, your path is not linear. Um, it's interesting because my, when my dad um, graduated from Darlington, he actually went into medical school. And the interesting fact is my dad went to medical school, but he was an English major. Mm -hmm. And that even though he like went to medical school, like became a surgeon was very kind of straight and narrow in that sense. Um, his path was not linear at all either. And after, after going through um, Georgia tech and of course, like Georgia tech's hard. And I originally was an engineering major turned to science, technology, and culture lean into different opportunities because those can mold your path. Because your path isn't just A to B to C to D. It can be A to N to F to X 
and it just kind of can go in several different loops and turns and it's not a straight path. Ah, I love it. I love it. Well, I want to um, thank you for today. And I want to thank you also for being a part of Darlington Connects and um, coming to Career Day and staying connected and sharing your story with us. And um, if people are interested in, in um, reaching out to Katie and getting to know more about what she does or her helping you with your career path, um, please contact connect at darlingtonschool.org. And um I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, thank you all for listening in and connecting with the Darlington community. We're glad that you tuned into this episode of the Darlington podcast. Tune in each week, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast. If you have any questions about today's program or ideas about a future episode, please email us at communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the communication and advancement teams, and the intro music is alumni produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.